Oh, yes. Hour number two on a Friday. Just let that Curtis Mayfield wash over you. We hope you're having a good one. Nice sunny day in and around Austin, Texas. We hope you have a good sunny weekend coming up, or even if it's not, we hope you have a good NFL weekend coming up. Wild card round starts tomorrow with two games, three on Sunday. Cowboys Bucks coming back around on Monday. Longhorn men against Texas Tech. It's not quite as interesting because of the whole Chris Beard situation, but it's still Tech coming in. Those fans will be ready to go, and the Longhorns are trying to go 4-1 and one in conference play. All that on the board today. We'll get you a flex segment coming up at 1.30. Talk a little high school sports, but right now, let's go to the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina hotline. It's one of our favorite conversations of the week. It is Brandon Lang of BrandonLang.com. Check out Believe Me, the show with Cordell Stewart as well. Brandon Lang, how are you, sir? So the story I'm about to tell you is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help you, God. The names are changed to protect the innocent. So <laughs> nice. Wednesday, and, and I tie in this story into the three games that I love in football for the weekend. So it all, it all ties together. And when I take you through this story, it is even more amazing with, with what happened. So I'm on fire in college basketball. I'm six and one in the new year. Four of those six winners are dogs that are one outright. Um, just, just dialed in my best bet last night to show you how dialed in I was, um, at brandling.com was UNC Asheville plus three and a half at home against Longwood. You're like, B Lang, really? <laughs> Asheville at home over Longwood? Yeah, Longwood won the conference tournament last year, went to the NCAA tournament, got blown out by Tennessee. Um, the best prospect uh, in the conference for the NBA is the center for UNC Nash- Asheville, averaging nearly a double-double. Um, I took three and a half point home dog. They won outright uh, 54-46. So that was my bet. That, so that shows you how dialed them in college basketball. So I'm at lunch with my business manager. We go every, every other Wednesday. Capitol Grill, right, right, right on the strip. And uh, I say to him, I go, I love the college board tonight. I mean, I'm just seeing, I'm seeing things clearly. I love five games. I love Georgia at home, plus two and a half over Mississippi State. Georgia's 9-0 and at home, haven't lost yet. They're gritty. I like them. Mississippi State has trouble scoring. I go, I love NC Wilmington. I know College Charleston's won 15 games in a row, but NC Wilmington's gritty at home. And, you know, you, you're due to lose. I go, I like NC Wilmington plus two and a half. That Pitt team's been good to me. I know they're coming off a home loss uh, on Saturday, but I like them getting eight and a half against Duke. And I love Xavier. Uh, just beat UConn at home a couple weeks ago, laying two and a half to Creighton. Not really impressed with Creighton. And, and I go, fifth game, I, I can't get it. And then we got sidetracked and whatever. So, so I'm going to go put a $1,000 five-teamer. Case 24 grand. I'm going to do that. Oof. He's like, go deep. I said, you got to get in my car. I'm driving. He calls me and says, listen, what do you think about Xavier? And I go, that's my fifth game. I couldn't think of it. I said, that's my fifth game. So now I get to Red Rock. I walk in. I walk up. Now they know me. They don't know who I am, but they know my face. Why? Because I told you about the Louisville Cardinals earlier this year. I was going in there and betting 2,000, 2,000, 2,000, 2,000, 2,000. And I went against Louisville their first seven games and picked up 14G, just betting two against them. I think they went 0-9 against the spread to start the season. I only bet the first seven, and then I said, okay, I'm done. Wow. And they're like, you sure you don't want to get a player's card? And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want you guys knowing who I am. And they, they were kind of startled by that. <laughs> I just, uh, and that, so that, so they, they know my face, but I've never given them my name. I've never told them who I am. I'm always wearing a hat. I'm always... You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm not in B-Lang mode. I'm under the radar. So I go up and the guy goes, what you got today? I go, yeah, I think I'm doing a, can, can I do a five dollars five teamer with you? He goes, that's our max. I said, okay, great. And then I pause and I go, 
And I really love those three NFL games. I'll tell you, my two best bets are Georgia and Marquette. So let me go ahead and put those two in a two-teamer for 500 And then I'll do a $500 six-teamer, which pays twenty four grand. i will put the three NFL in there. And I go, okay, now let's do that. So I talked myself out of doing the five-teamer for 1000 which would have picked me up 24000 And instead, I take my two best bets and only put 500 on a two-teamer. It pays 1300 might as well just drive to the Grand Canyon and throw a quarter in the middle of that baby and put the other three games with the NFL. Now, here's how the night broke down. Now, when I tell you how these games broke down, the end of this story, you're going to go, sometimes in life you know it's meant to be, sometimes in life you know it's your night, and sometimes in life you have to stick to your gut and do what you say you're going to do. First game out of the box with George Mississippi State, went off at 6.30 Eastern. Um, nip and talk back and forth, no team led by more than four. Um, and then with about four minutes to go, Georgia went on a little 6-0 spurt, pulled away, won the game outright, 58-50. Perfect. Done. Now, as I'm watching that game, my business manager's texting me going, NC Wilmington get blown out early, Pitt's hanging in there, Xavier looks horrible early, Marquette's in trouble. And this was like an hour ago. Now, when, as soon as Georgia won, now all four of the other games are inside five minutes of the second half. So the first game I go to is Pitt. And with two minutes to go, pitch down eight, then it goes to ten, then it's down to eight, then it's down to six, then it's down to four, then it's up to six, then it's up to eight. It never got to 12. And then with like 10 seconds to go, Pitt gets a layup, takes you from 10 to eight. They inbound, and here you think they're going to foul? They let them dribble it out. Pitt loses by eight. I cover by a half, getting eight and a half. Now I flip over to Xavier, and there's Xavier, literally. Creighton's coming out of the timeout, 11 seconds to go. Uh, Xavier's up four. Remember, I'm, I'm minus two and a half. Creighton inbounds, they dribble down, kid fires up a three, hits it, cuts it to one. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Now I need a foul and two free throws. They inbound, Xavier dribbles around, they foul one second to go. Kid goes to the line, 76% shooter. I'm like, there's no way he makes both. Bam, bam, makes both. Win by three, cover the half, Xavier's in the books. Now, I quickly go to NC Wilmington on my phone because it's not on TV. It's one-point game. Whole, whole, whole last two minutes of one-point game. And finally... Um, Charleston gets it to three with, like, nine seconds to go. Uh, NC Wilmington does the two-for-one. So they get a layup, cut it to one. They foul. Charleston guy goes to the line with five seconds to go. 86% free throw shooter. I'm watching on my phone. On ESPN, it's like so-and-so makes free throw one of one. I'm like, oh, man. And then it says so-and-so misses free throw two of two. They win by two. And I cover with getting two and a half. So I win NC Wilmington by a half. Pitt by a half, Xavier by a half, and then I flip over to Marquette and watch them go on a little 6-0 run late and beat UConn by eight, and there's your 5-0 sweep. And if B-Lang does what he's supposed to do, there's 24-G on the five game that I said I was going to bet. But no, let's do the three college with the three NFL that I now have to split over the weekend for the 24-G. And with that being said, we will break down the playoff board, but I tell you what, Every once in a while, when you don't win one game by a half or two games by a half, mm. you never, ever win three games by a half. It's almost humanly impossible. And I knew it, and I screwed it up. You know, when I was 24 years old and I was walking out of Crazy Horse 2 and two dancers grabbed me by the hand and said, do you want to go gamble with us? And I said, no. That's exactly what I did. That's exactly what I did right there, guys. And I oh. never, ever gave myself, and I did it again. So, oh. That being said, we will let you know what the three NFL games I have, game four, game five, game six, as we break it down. But uh, 
here's what I'm advising people to do for Wild Card Weekend. All right. Yep. You have three big spreads. You have the Bengals and, and Ravens, big spread. Buffalo, Miami, big spread. Niners, Seattle, big spread. So what I'm advising people to do is do a three-team, ten-point teaser. Let's take the Niners from minus nine and a half down to plus a half and just ask them to win the game. Let's take the Bengals from minus nine down to plus one, and let's just ask them to win the game. Because I have no problem staring in the mirror saying there's no way Geno Smith and Seattle are going to beat Seattle, are going to beat Frisco and Frisco. And there is no way Hunley and the Ravens, Fat Lamar Jackson, are going to beat the Cincinnati Bengals, who I have won the Super Bowl. So you have both of those just to have to win. And then if Skylar Thompson and the Miami Dolphins go up to Buffalo, you know Hamlin's going to be in a suite. I don't care if they got to carry him up there. He will be in the suite. You, that crowd is going to feed off that. Let's take the Bills from minus 13.5 down to minus 3.5, and, and you have rock salad value on the three big chops in a three-team 10-point teaser, and you're ready to roll. Ooh, how about all that? All the right. three... Team 10-point teaser. That's where Brandon Lang is going with you on a wild card weekend. Remember to check out BrandonLang.com. All right, Brandon, let's get a side thought on these Cowboys. You know the folks around here are nervous and freaking out and ready for Monday night. They either think the Cowboys are going to win a Super Bowl or they think they're awful. Cowboys minus 2.5 at Tom Brady. What you thinking? Yeah, let's not, let's not bury the lead. Let's, let's save that third game. Okay. For just a second away, let's go to Saturday. Because okay. game number four of the 16-24 G parlay is the Jacksonville Jaguars plus two and a half over the Chargers. My feeling is this. The greatest thing that could have happened for Jacksonville, and more importantly, Trevor Lawrence, is for them to play a game where they absolutely were in a must-win situation. And since it was a playoff game last week, and he played like absolute garbage. He was pathetic. He was gross. He was embarrassing. He was as bad as he was in his freshman year at Clemson. He played terrible, and they shouldn't have won the game. The defense bailed him out. They got the fumble return for a touchdown, and he was on death row. They were about to pull the plug, and he got a, he got a pardon from the governor, and they won that game. And so now here he is at home against a Charger team, but in week three they went out to L.A., and beat the doors off him, 38-10, dominated them. The Chargers were healthy, with except the fact Keenan Allen didn't play, but Williams played, everybody was there, and they got beat. They got beat down. And I just don't trust Brandon Staley. I trust Doug Peterson. I think Jacksonville winning that game in the manner in which they did, and they're back home, and now you're not asking them to lay six here. You're getting two and a half with a hot team at home, having experienced and touched and felt that pressure I just think it's it's their it's their moment at home, and so the fourth game of that sixteen parlays, I took Jacksonville plus the two and a half. Interesting. Now, yeah. game five. <laughs> I don't view the Minnesota Vikings as a twelve and five football team. I view the Minnesota Vikings as a nine and eight or eight and nine football team. They won some games they had no right winning. They should never have beat Detroit the first meeting. They never should have beat Buffalo. They never should have beat the Colts. I mean, this team has a horrible defense. We should be handicapping the Detroit Lions in this round and not the Vikings, but we're stuck with the Vikings who are missing their center and missing one of their tackles against a giant team that on Christmas Eve went in there, turned the ball over two times, and still had them beat. I think the Giants are the better team. They're 10-2 and against the spread as a dog this year in game number five 
of the 1624G parlay is the Giants, plus three. Mm. Oh, the Minnesota Vikings. And finally, to Monday night. And if I hit the Jags, and if I hit the Giants, and the Dallas-Tampa Bay game is worth 24G, Oof. what do you think I'm doing? Brady? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm hedging. Oh, hedging. hedging. Okay. All right. Hedging. Absolute, I'm hedging in an absolute second. So initially, I took the, I got the, uh, I got the Bucks at three and a half. I bought a half point. It was three when I bet it. So I got them plus three and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now the line is down to what? Two and a half. Two and a half. Yep. Right now. Okay. I don't think it's going to move back up to three. I think it's going to stay right there. But if it does move up to three, it will cost me. Just to buy the half point, it will cost me minus 130. Okay? So I will have Dallas at minus 2.5 and, and the Bucks plus 3.5 for a $35,000 middle if Dallas wins by three. So that's what we're doing. If, if, if Tampa Bay covers plus 3.5, I win $24,000 off the, off the parlay, but I'll lose 14000 on Dallas and I'll pick up. A nice, easy 11000 If Dallas wins by three, I pick up 35000 And if Dallas covers by seven, I lose the 500 that I put on the parlay. But I pick up the 12000 I pick up eleven five. So just making that bet, I either make eleven five, eleven, or 35 So my first bet, though, is I took Tampa plus the three and a half. I'm hoping that it stays Dallas two and a half, and I got myself in the middle. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the madness. Oh, I, man. Ho- I hope there's not a test coming because man, that was uh, that was a lot of layers. That was a lot of layers uh, from Mr. Brandon Lang. Well, we covered all the NFL games. What else do we need to do, Brandon? You got a, another college basketball team to mention? Anything else we need to hit? Keep an eye on Iowa State Saturday. Mm. Plus, they're probably going to be getting seven and a half, eight from Kansas in Kansas. This Iowa State team went into Oklahoma, won outright, turned right around thinking there'd be a letdown, and went into TCU, which you saw up close and personal against Texas the other night, and beat them outright. Then they came back home thinking a letdown after those two wins and beat the absolute drawers off Texas Tech. They won by 32, 84, 52. I mean, if you haven't watched this play team play, they locked down D. They got shooters. They, they, I, I'm telling you. I'll be shocked if Iowa State doesn't show on Saturday and, and hang with Kansas and maybe upset them when they get out. Right? Kansas is struggling at home. They just struggle with Oklahoma. They just struggle with Oklahoma State. Um, they, they, they should never beat Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma just kind of employed in the last two minutes. Iowa State on Saturday. If you get more than seven, jump on Cyclones. Gotcha. One more from Zach. B. Lang, is there any dark horse team that nobody's talking about in college basketball that could hoist up the national championship trophy come that first weekend in April? Give me one more week. Okay. Give me one more week. Next right. Friday, I will have I will have two for you because I, I was the guy. It's crazy as it sounds. I was the guy that jumped on George Mason and rode them as far as they went with Jim Larenga. And I was the guy that I went early in the year and watched Loyola Chicago go to Florida. And I went down and I lived like 40 minutes from Gainesville. And I went and watched the game. And I was like, wow, I like this team. I like this team. They get in the dance. They, they got a big man. They got guards who can shoot 
three. They locked down D. Porter Moser, who's now at uh, Oklahoma. I said, I like this team. And so when they got in the tournament, I went on Pat McAfee's show, and I said, don't be surprised if Loyola Chicago go to Final Four. And he still brings up this day the greatest call ever. So I'll have two for you next Friday. How's that? Very All nice. Right. Sounds good. Brandon, before we let you go, uh, I don't need to know what hat you're wearing when you go place the bets. I need to know if you change the hat every time you go place the bets, just to make sure you keep your cover. Um, I change hats. Based on if the hat I wore in there, I lose. Oh, I got you. Okay, that's great because we I have. That's perfect. I have. I have yeah, I got tons. I have like you know, I got a bunch of. One thing I do when I play really private, high-end golf courses is always I have a hat. So right, Riviera, Bel Air, LA North, Shinnecock, National Golf Links. You know, eight of the top ten in the U.S. I have hats for. So I rotate. You know, right, right now, right now, the hot hat. Is Riviera Country Club. It's on fire. The rib is on fire. The rib. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, man, we always enjoy it. Enjoy those games. Uh, we hope you don't have to do uh, as much sweating as that story uh, was, was had in it, but that was an awesome story. So uh, take care, brother. We'll talk next week. Got it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh Thanks, B-Lay. Oh, my Lord. That one was easy for us, eh? Yo. He was rolling it out. Yeah, that, that's one of those. We go listen to our podcast, and you know how you could like, slow down like our words and how fast we go, you might have to slow that down like Ooh, times two, man. times three, because he, he was preaching there. Can you imagine sweating stuff out like that? I just oh, can't. Hell no. That's just not my world, man. No. That's It's impressive, though, to listen to it all sort of play out. And when you start throwing te- things out like three-team, ten-point teaser, yeah, I'm not exactly familiar with all that stuff, but some interesting uh, logic there. Yo, I, I like that Brandon. Iowa State pick that he had. Mm-hmm. I got Ohio, uh, Iowa State beating Kansas this week. That's at, that's at Kansas. And yeah, yeah, at yeah. Kansas. Oh yeah, the way that they playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like somebody's going to finish them off there. I mean, right. Oklahoma had them. They had them. Somebody'll do it. Texas Iowa State Tech had them too. Yeah, Iowa State could do it. Uh, we'll see. And that's another reason why, like you talked about, why Texas Tech still is a dangerous animal coming in here tomorrow. Yeah, very that, dangerous. That zero and four. You got to you got to put that to the side. Yeah, because they're very mad. Like I. Wouldn't be surprised that Mark Adams then jumped their bones after losing by 30 in Ames a couple of nights ago. They're going to come into the ATX well-prepared. Yeah, and there's still that thing, man. Texas Tech fans, even with the Chris Beard thing where it is, Texas Tech fans, if you give them an opportunity to show up at a game against Texas, especially in Austin, and they get to run their mouths and feel good about themselves and get an upset win, ooh, they love that. Yeah. Oh, we had the scrub on the Specs text line yesterday, and I got mad because we were dissing uh, United Supermarkets Arena. I know. They get they get they, <laughs> they get are very salty up. They yeah. get absolutely fired up. Yep, that's going to be an interesting game, uh, and we'll have it for you here on the horn tomorrow evening. Texas men seven o'clock tip six thirty pregame for Texas and Texas Tech. All right, yesterday in the flex segment, Zay told you he was going to go check out Harge's kid on the hardwood. That's right. What did DJ Harge look like last night? Zay's going to tell you. Plus, I'm heading out to a high school basketball game tonight. I'll tell you where I'm going next on the horn. Somebody sounds angry. There's some rage coming. How long's the song, Zay? Uh, a light four minutes and 50 seconds. Oh, it's an easy sprint. Not bad. You kidding me? I'm wondering if this drum beat about to pick up. No, no, they kept it right about there. 
Uh, I do not recognize it so far. Let's see if we get any vocals here. Very ominous, though. Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't quite have it yet. Let me fast forward. Whoa! Okay. That sounded like King Diamond. Uh-uh. Hang on. Oh, no, it's Judas Priest. What? No, 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 it's not Rob. My guess would be King Diamond or Merciful Fate. Were those people in any other groups? King Diamond was in Merciful Fate. I don't think he was in anything else. It sounds like King Diamond to me. That's my guess. Who is it? Sanctuary. Mmm. Yeah, no. Battle gonna, Angels. Wasn't going to get that. Sanctuary. Yeah. No, it kind of sounded... It had a little, little, little priest, little, a little bit of him, but no, I'm not familiar with Sanctuary. All right. Somebody please tell me Sanctuary is like the side project of uh, King Diamond that I didn't know about. Sanctuary, Stevie Wonder, and Ted Nugent. There's a group we're gathering. That's a festival we're putting together. You look like you knew it. The way you were air guitar and stuff like that. I was like, oh, he's got this I just lo- I just love the feel of that one at the beginning. Yeah, I didn't quite recognize it, but that definitely is. That's the wheelhouse right there, boy. That's, yeah, <laughs> you, you give me some stuff like that. I love that. I uh, love the guitar and all the drums and layer it up. Oh, always good. Uh, always appreciate the great music from Zay. We appreciate you hanging out with us today. There is a lot of stuff coming in. On the Specs text line today, 337-3776. We asked you for your sports superstitions as the Cowboys game comes up. We've had people saying they're doing a Cowboy ribeye. This person just texted in, I'm smoking a pork butt ribs and drinking IPAs. That's There's my sports mojo. Yeah. Whatever works. Whatever works for you. Uh, let us know if you have any superstitions on this Friday the 13th that you have to do for your sports teams. Longhorn fan told us this week he had to stop watching Texas play TCU in basketball. Then they won. So the next time Texas plays bad, uh, he'll, he'll probably do the same thing. I'm with that. Whatever it takes. He'll just stop. Do you have any? No. You don't have any? Never have. Longhorn basketball? Never will. Like Longhorn basketball down 18 the other night. You didn't do anything. You didn't start pacing. You didn't change clothes. You didn't change nope. it up. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, never have been one of those superstitious guys. Just, what about when you play? You make your own luck. Okay. That's how I, my mentality What is. about when you played? If you're on a basketball team and y'all are like down 10 in the first half, was there anything that was done to try to cleanse things and change it? Um, Probably take me out the game because I'm part of the reason why we're down that much. That so. was That's what my coach always did. <laughs> My, if, if we're down, yeah. then it's probably my fault. Yeah, if things weren't going really well, generally I was sitting by the coach. Yeah. Chad, come sit by me. You yeah, it's not wrong with that. Yeah, no, no, you come sit right here. We'll be, we'll be fine. Uh, was it who was it that did the stand up break the rhythm thing? Was that Chris Beard this year? Stand up, break the rhythm. I was watching a basketball game, and the coach literally told the whole team to stand up. And like, I don't know if they stood up and clapped or stood up and did something. It was like, all right, so let's stand up. It was like, oh, they did have something. Was that Illinois? Beard? Yeah, Beard did do something. Trying where, to get it to change. Yeah, we like refresh type of thing. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Start over. I, yeah, I remember what you're talking about. That did not work in that that particular instance, but uh, they they definitely tried. They definitely tried it. All right, uh, we got Jeff Ketchum coming up at 205 orangebloods.com. So we'll get some Longhorn stuff in there. But he's also a big Cowboys fan. He's sweating through stuff like I am, like a lot of you. Are out there if you're Cowboys fans, especially for all you normal Cowboys fans that aren't like me and claim two teams and the Bucks are the other one. So I admit I'm going to watch this game a little differently than everybody because y'all don't have any love for the Bucks like I do. So 
when we talk to Catch later, he's a legit Cowboys fan that's just trying to sweat that thing out and see if they can win on Monday. So I want to get his thoughts on it. Is he picking the Cowboys? Zay's not quite ready to make a prediction. I'm hoping by we got time. We got time. Yeah, I'm hoping by Monday Zay's going to be ready to pick those Dallas Cowboys and uh, get some positive energy behind them. I just, I just can't do it. My head says the Bucks are going to win that game. By the way, Chad, here's a classic, legendary superstition from a coach. Yes, John Thompson in the towel. Oh, yeah. You think that was about superstition for him? I mean, he was a very sweaty man, so it was probably to knock that sweat off. But, yeah, that big-ass bath towel that he threw over his shoulder Uh during his legendary tenure at Georgetown, yeah, yeah. Had to be a little bit some some. I guess Jerry Tarkanian probably was yeah, that too. Yeah, I used to the, bite the hell out of the towel. the towel. He'd get the towel wet and chew on the oh towel and stuff gosh. like that. Uh, yeah, what a monster. Guys do gum, got gum and candy, and I'm sure certain shoes and certain suits yeah. and certain ties. Like and, Michael Jordan always wore his North Carolina practice shorts under his game gear. Yep, I remember that. Remember that too. I think there's some fans that probably have that. Uh, you know, that maybe Monday night they'll have that Aikman Smith. Uh, Irvin yeah. uh, jersey, whatever it is that uh, that they they have to have, have to have that magic. Maybe it's an Ezekiel Elliott jersey or a Dak jersey or whatever. Or uh, Ezekiel Elliott crop top. Yes, if you have the abs, do it. Go ahead. I don't have. Even those. If you don't have the abs. It's twenty twenty three, all inclusive. Yeah, that's true. Well, Show that dad bod. Show that gut. Stay in your house if you're gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in, your, stay in your house. Just stay. Don't be ashamed. In your house. This says, Texas was down to OU at the half. I made everyone switch chairs for the second half. UT wins. Wow. I've, I've been in rooms where people do that. Come on, we got to change it up. Everybody move. Everybody go somewhere else. Even grandma? You got grandma at the Lazy Boy? <laughs> for that, is it worth it? You know grandma. I'm staying right here. Y'all do it. i my back, sonny. Y'all do whatever you want. It's my chair. It might you. She'll go Archie Bunker on that chair. Somebody on the specs text line said Bob Knight used to throw things. That's how he would mess with the mojo. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, Bobby threw stuff no matter what. He threw oh, stuff. Oh, Bobby! He threw stuff for that perfect national championship team. But yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe he was throwing flower pots and chairs and stuff. To yeah, that was a great one. Whoever said down specs text line with Tech coming in tomorrow. Man, Bobby, those old Riley Auto Parts sweaters that he used to oh rock. Oh, my God. Well, you know, one of the last things, I guess it would be the last thing we'll remember from Mike Leach, um, uh, obviously, unfortunately, before he died, was the chair thing. The chair thing. Right? When he was the receivers is yeah. what it was. His receivers group, and he went to every chair, folded it up, and threw it on the Y'all ground. Y'all don't even deserve to sit down. Y'all don't need to sit. That was awesome. All right, so we'll talk more sports superstitions as we move along. Let's get into a little bit of high school basketball talk with the Flex segment. Here we go. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, it is all about how you present things. On this show yesterday in the Flex segment, it really felt like uh, Isaiah was looking forward to going out to a basketball game and taking a look at some young talent and specifically a young player uh, that is uh, the son of Mike Harge, DJ Harge, and was going to play point guard and he was going to check him out. And then I'm driving home, Zay, and I hear Mike Harge come on and say, yeah, Zay's just showing up to heckle. He's just showing up to heckle my son. So let's get the review from you of DJ Harge and what went down last night. Hey, DJ, why does your dad always have to wear a hat? What does he have to hide? 
That's how I was last night. No, no, I wasn't heckling DJ. Yo, I'm not going to lie, Chad. Lil Harge, he looks like his pop wa- pops was a former professional athlete. Is that right? That's that's how he plays. I mean, he's tough. He ain't the biggest. He ain't the fastest. But he has a lot of toughness in him. Toughness in him. He has a great feel for the game. And, yeah, it was ruckus at that Dessau Parkcrest game last night. Both of those schools, you know, they know one another very well. Uh, I think Parkcrest Parkcrest transfers to Hendrickson, while Dessau, some kids go to Conley, some kids go to Weiss. So all in that Pflugerville area. But, yeah, it was close game the whole time. Little Harge, man. It was about 40 to 36. Little Harge and them, they're up, right? You got a foul under a minute left. They're pressing, and Little Harge is just going and zigzagging through the press. And, again, a smart basketball play would be, all right, let's, let us get fouled, knock down our free throws to go up six. Little Harge said, none of that. I'm going to the cup. Threw up a crazy right-hand layup, contested mm-hmm. in clutch time. Probably shouldn't have taken the shot, but who cares? I'm Little Harge. I got game. He made it? And he made it wow. to put him up. 42 to 36. He looked in the crowd, kind of gave like a salute, pumped his chest. That's a tough kid. I was impressed. Okay. I was impressed. So, Mike Hard, you, your son, you got himself a tough one there. So, and yeah, he was nice. So, you would tell the Hendrickson Hawk fans that they've got a talent on the way. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And not just him, too. The whole team was solid. A couple okay. of big men. Uh, one of their biggest guys was my height. So, I'm around 6'4 in eighth grade. That's solid. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was excited, and they showed out last night, Park Crest. Very cool, very cool. All right, so uh, we got that report coming in. If you go to uh, flexatx.com, you can see that schedule for all the games coming up tonight. When I saw Elgin and Bastrop, I, st- I thought, eh, maybe I'll go check it out. And I got, uh, got it set up. The girls want to go. Going to go do a little, way. little dinner and a game over in Bastrop. Elgin at Bastrop. I'll see if I can get my kid to have a little Elgin pride and go over there. Uh, and I reached out to the two coaches um, and shout out to Coach Eric Woods of Bastrop that did reach back out. I told him, hey, you don't have to respond now. It's game day. I'm not necessarily trying to get you to, you know, but but he did send me a little, uh, a little info. I was asking for some of the players to watch tonight. So I'll give a little shout out to number 24 of Bastrop, Dylan Tyson, a senior that he mentioned, Nathaniel Moe. Mosley is a junior. He'll be rocking number three tonight. Jalen Gratton, uh, a sophomore. And then Keyshawn Moore, who also plays football. Uh, he's a sophomore. He'll be wearing number four tonight. So, um, Coach Woods, thank, uh, thank me for the exposure. And we'll go check that out tonight over there at the Bass Drop Gym. I've not been over there to check out a game. But uh, go check out Wildcats Bears tonight. Yeah, should be a good one. Now, this your this is your first basketball game of the year. This is my huh? first basketball game of the season. Is okay. there anything you would tell me to look out for? Don't look out for. Be wary of. What should I be? What, what should I know? No, I mean you might realize in like the first five minutes that Texas needs a shot clock, but other than that, mm, yeah, yeah. What about concessions at basketball games? Let's get down to the important stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, usually solid. Usually mirrors the football. Might not go as extreme. Like I doubt that Dripping Springs is throwing around catfish out there in the basketball games, yeah, but probably not. Yeah, that'd be dope, but Good move. I don't think yeah. that's happening. So, yeah, it should be solid. Uh, casuals, you know, concession stand, snacks, Cam- hot dogs, maybe some nachos, maybe some chili if you want to get nasty. I was going to say, uh, we, got, we got some of the Bucky Godbolt nachos going on? 
Yeah. Bucky and I love our nachos. Now, he loves AISD nachos. He's going out to Bastrop, so it might be a little different. Beware. Ooh, I don't know. The Bastrop nachos. They do some good food out in Bastrop. They do some good food out there. They do. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what the concessions <laughs> are. I'm wondering if I'm, I'm, if I'm going to roll up there and it's going to be like, uh, hey, here's the barbecue pit going on. Maybe somebody's yeah. cooking over here. I'll have to report back on that Monday. Uh, but that game is going to be in Bastrop. You can check out uh, flxatx.com for all the different games you got tonight. For example, if you're into 26-6A and you're a Lake Travis fan, you are at home against uh, Aikens. We were just uh, mentioning Dripping Springs. Drip is at home against Austin High. And that Buta Johnson team trying to lick their wounds after Lake Travis upset them. Buta Johnson's taking on Dell Valley over there in Dell Valley. So um, Dell Valley may want to watch out. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> right now, those three teams, Buta Johnson, Westlake, and Lake Travis, they're battling for that number one spot. And that means a lot because the first game in the playoffs, 25-5A plays 26-6A. Sorry, 25-6A plays 25-6A. 26-6A, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So that, that counts, and that means something. Sure. And nobody wants to play that Stony Point team, so you want to get out of one of those seedings. But, yeah, it should be a good one tonight, and I can't wait for the Roger Wallace game that I got next week with Lake Travis and Westlake. That yeah. should be a good one. I was just about to say, man, I'm pumped for that one for you on Tuesday. Uh, remind me where? What's your gym? The Lake. That's at well, yes, I know the lake, but oh, I call it West Lake. Sorry, they're both lakes. Yeah, they're both right? lakes. So, I don't, lake Travis ain't the lake. Oh, lake. okay, all right. So the lake to the you lake is West Lake. West lake yeah. Okay, so Lake Travis at West Lake. Look at that. Now you know you made West Lake fans feel good there. Uh, yeah, well, I know that's not your favorite uh, thing. Yeah, but, yeah, well, by the way, do they have to like t- do they have to d- double check you for like buoy gear when you walk in? Like, how does it work? Do they make sure you're not rocking red and black when you walk in? Well, they need to hang my jersey in the rafters for the twenty piece I gave them my junior year at. Oh. That uh, Here we go. same gym Here we go. where we were down 15 points, and I led the Bowie Bulldogs to a great comeback that my dad will never forget. That's at Westlake. Yeah. You know that's not how jerseys and rafters well, work, right? It should. <laughs> <laughs> it should. We're going to pay tribute to those who have kicked our ass. Oh, yo, Taylor Swift, her jersey's up in uh, the Staples Center or Crypto Arena. Why not me? That gummit. They gave Harry Styles one for MSG. Why can't I get one? What is going on? All right, coming up, it is where we at in society with Zay at 205. It's Jeff Ketchum of OrangeBloods.com. Does he think the Cowboys are going to beat the Bucks? And we'll get some Longhorn thoughts from him as well. New receivers coach needed, the Jalen Catalan move, and how big a deal he thinks that could be. Any recruiting stuff that we need to know as we're leading up towards the, the official February signing day that, you know, is not really signing day anymore. All that coming up on the horn. We're in spring training. Dion's with the Braves. I'm with the Expos. I'm at second base. Dion comes up and everybody told him, get rid of the ball. Hi, I'm Jimmy Covert. For over 113 years, my family's been dedicated to offering you the best of the best when it comes to sales and service. Our service advisors and certified factory trained technicians are the best in the business. Covert always offers more than the competition. No one else has seven service locations for your maintenance and repair needs. We also offer free pickup and delivery. No one, and I mean no one, beats a Covert deal. Not now, not ever. CovertBassDrop.com. We are professional grade.
Rolling through a Friday, Friday the 13th. We hope you are uh, either not superstitious or we hope you are not stepping on cracks and walking under ladders and doing all that stuff that you think might bring you some bad luck because you need some good luck, especially if you're a Cowboys fan or you're a fan of any team in the NFL playoffs or in college basketball or anywhere in sports. You need that good mojo. All right, Zay, should I know this? I don't know. It's 90s, I think. 90s. Wow. This ain't Barry White. I know that. It is not. Uh, she, she, it, sounds, uh, it sounds like a female, and she sounds like she's kind of in – she's trying to do what Barry White's trying to do. Yeah. Um, that's not like a slow jam Taylor Dane, is it? No. Lisa Stansfield? Oh, okay. I, I hear it now. Lisa Stansfield. <laughs> yeah, that other one. Uh, yeah, there's another another faster hit of hers. I can't think of what it is right now that I might have been able to get. Yeah, Lisa Stansfield. I wasn't gonna be able to come up with that name, but she did have a great voice back then. She had a couple of just a couple of absolute bangers back in this period of time. Uh, Lisa Stansfield. It's Stansfield, right, with an S in the middle? Yeah. Yeah. Lisa Stansfield, Sanctuary, Stevie Wonder, and Ted Nugent on the show today. Yeah, her main track was All Around the World. Yes. I don't know where, I don't know Been around the world and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was her head. And I can't find my baby. Yeah, soul. Yeah, she did. Yeah, soul. Yeah, that was cool. And was good looking, too. Yeah. That always helps. Oh yeah, that's good. When you get that whole presentation going, man, it's hard to hard to lose. All right, um, we got where are we at in society coming up. Real quick headline out of college football. How about Garrett Riley? Maybe heading to Clemson. Reports are I'm seeing it on CBS that he will be going to Clemson to be OC. Uh, they fired Brandon Streeter, so Dabo went from within OC and DC when he lost those two guys. Didn't quite work the way he thought. Garrett Riley, massive name going to Clemson. So get this, say next year. Clemson will host Notre Dame. Sam Hartman is going to be at Notre Dame because he's transferred. If he wins that job, it's Sam Hartman against Cade Klubnick, and now Klubnick will have plays called by Riley. Yeah, Garrett Riley obviously saw that Clemson was a step up from TCU. I feel him for the move. Definitely makes us Texas fans a lot happier because Garrett Riley was a big part of TCU's success this year. He took Max Duggan in and said, okay, how can we utilize you in the best way possible and did that to a T. So, yeah, shout out to him for moving on. Yeah, Broyles Award winner. Yeah. Headed to Clemson. All right, uh, let's get you where we at in society, see what Zay's got for us today. Where are we at in society today? All right, Zay, do I need to be looking at Twitter or what? Yeah, go to Twitter. All right. All right, this is a great, cool story. So we know NIL is getting busy, and it is getting bigger and bigger every day. I just saw Jonte Cook and Kelvin Banks just sign a deal with some Volkswagen dealership here in the city or nice. somewhere around town. Town, and so they're going to be getting new whips. But for Dylan Collin, it has, man, it's been big to him. So Dylan Collin became famous about 10 years ago, Chad, just from a meme. 
Everybody, if you know and see him, I'll retweet this at ain't that underscore Zay. But he blew up from a mean of him being at Popeyes as a kid. And he's just kind of like looking like, oh, man, these people are crazy because I guess something went down in Popeyes Uh to where a young Dylan did a great facial expression of, man, these people out here look crazy. And him as a nine-year-old, just cute as hell. Now Dylan plays college football up in Ohio at Lake Erie College, which is a D2. All right. And since he was in Popeyes that day, since that meme is still relevant today, Popeye said, welcome to the fam. We're giving you an NIL deal, even though you're D2. Nice. Well done, Popeye. Isn't that amazing? See, that's cool. You know what we always say around draft time? If you're good enough, they'll find you. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You go to D2 schools, D3 schools, little schools, FCS, whatever. Uh, that's awesome. So, so now he will uh, get a little NIL money, and I'm assuming free Popeye's? Yeah. Dude. For the fam. Like, see, that's how you negotiate that deal. You want to figure out what the money part is, and then it's like, okay, now let's let's work this food. Like, explain how it works to me. Do I get, like, a black card, a gold card, a platinum card? How does that work? How do I eat? And then how many of my people can I help? Can I take friends all the time? Can I hand something to my mother? Can I hand something to an uncle? Like, yeah, because I could go a long way. Dude, if you provide Popeyes to your family for free, life oh my god they have to help like, i'm saying this is for life right like i'm my four years here cool but this should be for life and if i transfer because i'm at lake area it's lake area if i transfer this needs to follow me too who i don't know if you get that at lake Erie though that's tough i'd ask <laughs> i'd ask i'd ask i bet it's gonna be a certain amount of time i bet that i'd be like a five or ten year deal and then it might stop we were talking to re-up so we were talking about this, which is crazy that we were talking about this for some reason off air, but you said that your favorite thing at Popeye's is the OG chicken sandwich. Oh, huh? dude, that regular chicken sandwich. I'm not big on super spicy things, so the spicy is a little bit warm for me, but that regular chicken Yeah, you're really sa- showing your complexion there. Absolutely. No, spicy. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, right. I'm leaning, I'm leaning in with the white meat there. I get it. But it's a great sandwich. It's so good. It is a really, really good sandwich. The phenomenon that that sandwich had- on people when it first dropped was yeah. nothing I've never seen before. It was one of the few things. It was one, it was really uh, it helped distract people from COVID. From, yeah, it was right around that time. It was like early to mid twenty, I think, is when that thing started to go. And they lived up. They lived up to those expectations. Some, it's a good ass. Sandwich. It really is. Now the lines were dumb. The yeah, lines were so stupid. Yeah. I, I have never had a chicken sandwich that was that good. I've never had a chicken sandwich worth 20 cars, but it was COVID time, and you had to factor that in. Can't go inside anyway, so you got to sit in a little bit of an extra line. Yeah. But it was a really good sandwich. Yeah, that one's solid. I have not have not had that Popeye sandwich in uh, in a few, maybe it's a couple months or so now. I, Probably need to have one. I was genius with the way I went about it because I went to all the places where I knew Popeye's wouldn't be as popping. So the Westlake Popeyes went over there. wasn't mm. as popping. Doesn't exist anymore. Interesting. Go figure. Go figure. You bought the last sandwich. <laughs> what do you know? Yeah, I don't think Lake Travis has ever had a Popeyes, but if they did, <laughs> when you that's dro- where you need to go. When you drove away, they were like, "Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> I don't think anybody else is coming. We might want to shut down." <laughs> we sold that one Come sandwich. Come on, Westlake people. Dude. Y'all couldn't keep that Popeye's open up of uh, BK's over there? It is so good. It is so good. Yeah, I would put that one ab- – I know there was a big battle at the time. I'd put that one slightly above the uh, the Chick-fil-A regular yeah. sandwich. I love Chick-fil-A too. but It's really good, yeah. 
No, it's really good. I Popeye's a little bit because a little. Um, I don't know if plumper is the word. Plumper, yeah, more plump. I know what you mean. Just a little bit, a little more plump. Yeah, and then just a little, little juicier, little yeah. juicier, little, little more, a little more of it, and then just a little more of an addict. And I know how addictive Chick Fil A can be to people. I totally get that. The Popeyes to me is slightly more addictive, just slightly. That first two, those first two bites are slightly more addictive yeah. at Popeyes, but it's a hell of a battle. Uh oh, word on the street. Dripping Springs getting a brand new Popeyes. There we go. The old dirty drip Popeyes. That's what I'm talking yeah, y'all about. Y'all are just country enough. Y'all deserve one. That's what I'm talking about. Because you got to have so. Because when, when my man Austin Novosad comes back home and visits, coming yeah. from Eugene, Oregon, got to make sure he's eating well. Yeah, got to make sure he's right. He's going to come back. I wonder if they have Popeyes up in Oregon. Hmm. Popeyes chicken it up there? Yeah, that's interesting. I know. Mm-hmm. On the east side, they got Bojangles, and they're big on that. But. I, and I've never had Bojangles. I've never had it either. Craig Way says it's on point, but it's nothing to like. Right. I've heard know. it's good. Never had it. Never had it. Mm. I'll try it. Yeah. Maybe when we get to the SEC, Texas, and maybe we make a trip out there, yeah. we'll see what's going down. I was going to say, yeah, uh, there are a lot of Longhorn fans going to have to get into that, some of that Southern cooking <laughs> when they get in the oh, SEC. I can't wait. You're going to be hearing about do you going to get the chicken on a stick at the gas station? You're like, wait, what? What did you just say? In Mississippi, those two schools, they'll tell you about it. Chicken on a stick in a gas station. That's a thing? Yeah, it's a big deal. Apparently, this, it's awesome. That's what and you, we, we ain't talking like Bucky's gas station either. We're talking about just straight gas station, I, four pumps, maybe. I'm assuming it's a gas station that's been there a while, yeah. Wow. I love places like that. There's a barbecue place I've never been to, but there's a barbecue place in Taylor, and it's in a gas station, and apparently the dude that does the barbecue is also a preacher. So you <laughs> you get a little preaching and a little barbecue. That's the kind of stuff. Versatile. I, I love that. And if you need to pick up you know, a gallon of milk, yeah. you're good there, too. <laughs> It's fantastic. All right, 2 o'clock hour coming up. Jeff Ketchum, orangebloods.com. We'll get some Longhorn stuff. The latest on the receivers coach position. You got some moving going on around college football. We just mentioned Garrett Riley. What are the Longhorns thinking at receiver? Uh, And also, what's Ketch thinking about the Cowboys and the Bucks? We'll get his thoughts and a prediction, if we can, next on the Horn.